I'm Matt Rogers, a real treat just ahead for you, a live performance and conversation from the John Clark Performance Studio. The Beckler Museum of Modern Art, Music, and Museum series continues tomorrow with Peter Blanchett, The Art of the Arch Guitar. Peter Blanchett is here with me now in the John Clark Performance Studio to give us a preview. Welcome, Peter. Good to have you here. It's good to be here. Tell me, I I assume many people are, as I was, ignorant about the arch guitar. So what what is an arch guitar? Well, uh, about 35 years ago, I was a a young kid who played uh, classical guitar after playing rock and roll guitar growing up. And I fell in love with the lute the music of Baroque music, Renaissance music, lute music in general. And uh, uh, just because just because I played the guitar all that time, it didn't mean that I could switch over to the lute. Uh, the lute and the guitar are similar. Lutes have double strings and guitars have single strings. And lutes are also very different depending what period you're talking about, uh, the Renaissance or the Baroque. Uh, they have more strings, they, they're shaped differently. Anyway, it was the repertoire that I fell in love with. So uh, my solution to being a guitarist and loving early music uh, was to, instead of learning to play all these different kinds of lutes, which I did try to do actually, instead of do, after trying unsuccessfully to do that, I commissioned a guitar to be built that I designed with many more strings than an ordinary guitar. My arch guitar has 11 strings, an ordinary guitar has six, and uh, that's basically makes it very similar to a Baroque lute. Uh, and the body of it is much smaller than an ordinary Spanish guitar. And, uh, and the smaller body and some of the construction elements of it uh, make it, I think, sound quite a bit like the best of the lute and yet make it much more practical to play. So what we're about to hear is a one of a kind, huh? Well, there, there are about two dozen of these okay. in, in the world. <laughs> are but... they all yours? <laughs> You got them all. Uh, no, I, um, you know, it's one of these things. I've never been on a mission to get other people to do what I do. I just do it. And every once in a while, I've come across somebody who, and, and believe me, they come from all kinds of musical directions, jazz players. You know, an expanded range instrument is something that has an appeal to lots of different kinds of players. Um, and so uh, over the years, uh, playing over in Europe and here in the States, I've met about a couple dozen people who made the cut all the way down from, gee, I think I'd like to try that to, you know, probably 100 people a year say that. And most of them pick it up. And if, if I let them try it and they say, eh, I don't know how you play this thing. or, And then all the way down to I'm serious about it. And they bug you enough to uh, actually commission one uh, from the guy who is a good friend of mine, Walter Stanel in Boston, who, who builds one for them. Well, so over the years, yeah, it's come out to about two dozen players uh, all over the Europe and United States and South America. This guy in South America plays one. Well, let's hear a little bit of it. You've got some Renaissance music from, yeah. we got some from England, Germany, yes. and France. What are we going to start right. with? Uh, John Dowland. So uh, a pavan by John Dowland. Thank you. 
Peter Blanchett live in the John Clark Performance Studio here at WDAV playing the arch guitar. He's going to be in concert uh, in the next uh, performance of the Beckler Museum of Modern Art Music and Museum Series. That's tomorrow at noon and 6 p.m. And there's more information on the events calendar of our website, WDAV.org. By the way, that was a a pavan, an English Renaissance pavan from John Dowland. Peter, I'm curious. You said you went from playing, um, I think, electric guitar to yes. playing. How in the world did you go from that to being fascinated by Renaissance well, music? Well, I would have I would have continued a virtuous life of playing in bars and clubs as a <laughs> rock and roll player had not some corrupting uh, influence. A young woman I was in love with said, there's this guy named Julian Bream playing a concert at the University of Massachusetts, and he's supposed to be the greatest guitarist in the world, and you should go hear him. And I said, I've never heard of him. So I went and saw him play and I sat in the second row and 
experienced, you know, the 1970s version, 1975, of, of, of Julian Bream playing Britain's Nocturnal, that written for him for guitar. And, of course, the first half of the concert, he came out and played Dowland and Milano on the lute. And, and he played a Bach violin sonata. And he played Giuliani, you know, virtuoso Rossiniani. Anyway, and I literally had one of those experiences where the next day I went out and sold my Gibson Les Paul for nothing, which I could probably pay for, you know, one of my kids going to college uh, <laughs> if I held on to that guitar and uh, and went out and got a classical guitar and uh, said, I have to learn how to play classical music because I, I was so amazed at what how much music one person could make on the instrument, uh, you know, not just in terms of the repertoire, which was enough and, and such a, a, a credit to Bream, you know, that he was that he was the cutting edge of early music and modern music. Yeah. Really. I mean, uh, so. And you had never been interested in classical before that. Uh, I wasn't one of those people who, I wasn't one of those uh, kids who didn't like classical music. I like all music. I always have. I was, I, I, I would have listened to anything. It was just the music in my neighborhood was, uh, you know, the music in my neighborhood was blues and rock and roll. Yeah. And I loved it. And that's what I could play. And so that's what I, that's what I learned. And, um, but yeah, but, but I, I really had one of those, you know, instantaneous, uh, eye-opening conversions and uh i've been sort of stuck with playing classical music uh ever since well it sounds wonderful what uh what do we have next that we're Uh, gonna hear from you i am gonna play uh the frog galliard by dowland now i'm just gonna press one of these frets down because one of my frets is a little loose okay yeah so this is the frog galliard by john dowland Thank you. 
the Frog Galliard by English Renaissance composer John Dowland. That was Peter Blanchett performing live here in the John Clark Performance Studio at WDAV. He has a concert uh, tomorrow night, actually tomorrow at noon and 6 p.m. at the Beckler Museum of Modern Art in Charlotte. There's more information on the events calendar at WDAV.org. Um, John, what is the goal for the concert? What are you wanting uh, folks that come to, to get out of it? Um, first of all, a lot of the music that I play, uh, I mean, the truth is nowadays, it might be the first time someone really listens to, especially the music that I was going to play next, um, like some early French uh, lute music. That music is something that very few people really get to hear, yeah. you know, and, and get to hear it live. And um, so for me, a, a pretty consistent reward of performing is to play pieces. And, and by saying that, I don't mean to say that. I mean, the audiences nowadays, the, there's so much music in the world. Yeah, there there just is that that in a way I've noticed in my lifetime that uh, maybe 30 years ago, if you played early music of some kind, then you were going to play for an early music audience. And yeah. now I don't think, you know, with some with some exceptions, I don't think there is one kind of audience anymore. And so that really pleases me because because anytime you can play for people and there's any element of discovery on their part yeah. of, of the music, I mean, it doesn't get better than that because it may mean they're hearing that kind of music that way for the first time or even that particular kind of music for the first time. Certainly with my instrument, I mean, you know, whenever I play for people, they say, I've never seen a guitar like that before. I mean, there's, there's an element of that. Um, I actually don't, I want the focus to be more on, you know, on, on, the, on the music itself. And, um, and I, I improvise when I play, which is something you're not supposed to do. <laughs> right? No. It's, I don't believe that that's true either, yeah. that you're not supposed to do that, especially, you know, especially with the, the earlier music. Um, I mean, you, you, you need to know it. You need to know the music. Um, but, uh, I, you know, when you look, when you look at uh, uh, the lute pieces that I'm playing right now, there are multiple versions of every one of them. And they're all different. So what does that say about the composer? I think when we look back at a lot of music, we look through a lens of the 20th century and mm -hmm. the 19th century, and we think that they made music the same way back, way back, way back, uh, that they did in the, in the 20th century, which has this reverence for the text, the perfect text. You know, it's almost kind of a, I always think that's almost sort of a, that's more about modernism than it is about anything ancient yeah. Yeah. to so, think you know so do you think the composer wanted there to be that kind of freedom in interpretation yes but but i'm not i'm not un, i'm not unaware that like when you look at bach when bach writes out an adagio okay a slow movement with a melodic line with a lot of ornamentation he wrote out all the notes he wanted played and he wrote out the ornaments very precisely so he was more literal than his contemporaries, but he's still not only literal. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. So, so I'm not saying that they weren't. They were, of course, in the big picture, moving towards this period where a composer said, "No, I don't want you to play it that way. Don't do your thing on my music." You know what I mean? Like right, that's that's right. where it was moving towards, and you end up with Stravinsky. You end up with someone who tells you, or Pierre Boulez, who tells you, "I want you to play exactly this loud for exactly this long," and and and, and you know, do your 
dynamics and tempo, everything controlled. Yeah. Um, earlier music, I think it was more about you, you learned the notes and you uttered them in a mutually shared musical language, yeah. which is a lot like every, uh, every, every, every living musical culture has that in common, I think. I'm talking with Peter Blanchett, who is going to be playing the arch guitar at uh, the Beckler Museum of Modern Art in Charlotte tomorrow at noon and 6 p.m., and he's giving us a little taste of it now. Now, we've uh, we just had some early English music. Where, mm -hmm. where are we heading next? Yeah, this would be a little bit earlier, and French. This would be about uh, 100 years earlier, and from uh, Pierre Attagnon, who's one of the first... Uh, first music publishers in history in Paris. He basically collected all the good dances and tunes that he knew of and uh, put them in a book and said that he wrote them, uh, which, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm being a little bit facetious That's there. That's the but, only way I'm ever going to be a composer. Uh, well, you know, uh, it, it, it works. Uh, and um, and so, uh, you know, we, we know that he didn't really write all these tunes, but he sure did the best job of collecting them, and, uh, and he was a masterful uh, arranger and musician. So I'm going to play a couple of uh, these bass dance, which are, you know, meant basically dance music that's played uh, into, in an intimate environment. That's why it's for the lute. Probably they were also performed by, you know, sack butts and drums and loud instruments, too. But uh, this one's called La Magdalena. So there's a little little piece called a called a recoupe, which is a sort of a soft uh, intro introduction piece that's sort of steady tempo, and then it takes off with a thing called a tourdillon. All right, Peter Blanchett performing live here in the John Clark Performance Studio at WDAV. <laughs>
That was Peter Blanchett playing music from Renaissance France, Pierre Attaillon's Bass Dances. Peter Blanchett's going to be performing at the Beckler Museum of Modern Art in Charlotte tomorrow at noon and 6 p.m., a part of the Music and Museum series. And he was uh, kind enough to stop by and give us a little preview. We're just about out of time. We've got time for maybe one more piece. Uh, do you want to take us to Germany now? I know you yeah. had, had something from uh, Vice you wanted to play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I'm going to end with an entree. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, this is music from a couple, a couple of hundred years later. This is when the loot is about to disappear off the face of the planet for a couple hundred years, certainly as a classical instrument. So Weiss was a contemporary of Bach's, mm-hmm. uh, friend of one of Bach's sons, probably played in the band with uh, J.S. Bach and, uh, and, and, and his sons. Um, was probably the greatest Baroque lutenist. Um, I certainly think he was the greatest composer. His late music, he starts doing things that are, are that are what everyone is going to be doing a generation later, mm. but within um, the context of these little Baroque uh, dances, and uh, it's just amazing. So, uh, so I always thought this this entree really captures the. It's sort of like that Barber Adagio. Mm-hmm. Um, you said, and, and and I really agree with you. You said the mournful, and also I think you said strangely soothing, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, um, that's very well put, I think, and uh, very similar sentiment uh, to to this piece. Yeah. So. All right.
Wow, that was absolutely beautiful. That was an entree from German Renaissance composer Leopold Weiss. You're listening to Peter Blanchett playing the arch guitar live here in the John Clark Performance Studio at WDAV. The Beckler Museum of Modern Art, Music, and Museum Series continues tomorrow with Peter Blanchett. Those performances are at noon and 6 p.m., and you can get more details about them from the events calendar of our website, wdav.org. Peter Blanchett, thank you so much for stopping by and introducing us to the Arch Guitar. My pleasure, and I look forward to seeing folks and playing for them at the Beckler tomorrow. Sounds good. Have a great concert. Thank you. You've been listening to a presentation from the John Clark Performance Studio here at WDAV. It was mixed in the Samuel R. Spencer Recording Studio, made possible by a gift to the WDAV Future Campaign from Catherine Belk in memory of her husband, Tom Belk.